It's showtime. What's up, good people, and welcome to the number one podcast on the planet, The Frank Harris Show. Here we go. Yo, Randy, what's good, man? All is well. How you doing today? You good? All is well, man. Good, good, good. So, Randy, listen, man. I got something good to talk about today. All right? College recruiting. Now, it used to be, Randy, colleges built from the high school ranks. You know, class on top of class, right? You recruit a good class and they come in as freshmen and they develop and grow. Then they become sophomores in college and then you go and recruit another class and they become rising freshmen and you build class on top of class on top of class and that's how programs were built, okay? Then the transfer portal came and the transfer portal has absolutely screwed it up for high school recruits. Absolutely screwed it up for high school recruits. Now think about this concept, okay? If you're a college coach, basketball coach, football coach, okay, the way it goes is this. You, it's a high school kid. You start recruiting a kid probably sophomore year, soft recruiting early on, even freshman year for really, really elite kids. But definitely by sophomore year, you are starting to have some contact with some players, right? You're sending mail to the players uh, and you're expressing some level of interest. But serious recruiting normally starts after the sophomore season. So the summer of your sophomore year, after your sophomore year is over, is when um, schools can seriously recruit. And that's when they can start placing phone calls and they can start getting more serious about recruiting players. Now, you started recruiting a kid as a sophomore. It gets serious by the time the kid is a rising junior um, and you recruit them through their senior seasons. So that means for at least three years you recruited a kid. And now recruiting, consists of phone calls, letters, coming out to watch kids play, whether it be at their high schools, whether it be at AAU tournaments, at seven on seven football events. As many places as you can go, you have to watch the kid. You have to text. You're talking to the mom. You're talking to the dad. You're talking to the high school coach. You're talking to the girlfriend. You're talking to everybody you can talk to to try to convince this little piss ant mother to come to your school, okay? You tell him he's the best thing since sliced bread. You tell him he's the best point guard you've ever seen before. You tell him he's the best quarterback you've ever seen before. And it's just three years of ass kissing, okay? And then all of a sudden the transfer portal comes and voila, it all changes, okay? And let me tell you how. So if a kid normally is transferring out of a college. Now we're talking about the transfer portal, kids transferring from college to college. So a kid is in college, you know, freshman, sophomore year, the kid decides he or she wants to transfer to a new school. That transfer situation normally happens after the season. So now you're looking at for a basketball player, season ends in March, right? If you get, in, if you get to play into the postseason, March madness. So that kid decides he wants to transfer, she wants to transfer in March. Now, usually schools enroll their players in summer school the summer before the school year so they can get more credits to be eligible to play if they have some problems during the school year. So that means between March and June, those kids in the transfer portal have to determine and decide where they want to go to their, to their next school, which school they want to transfer to. So that means kids in the transfer portal for about maybe two months, you know, 
maybe a, a month to two months, maybe three max, okay? But normally it's about a one or two month process. Now, now remember, the college recruiter, the college coach, spent three years trying to get this high school kid. Now, I'm trying to get this transfer kid to come play for my school, and I have to recruit him now for, as we just said, about two months, right? From March to probably June, I need to try to get this kid to come to my school. So I bring him on campus, I show him around, and normally these kids commit relatively soon. So I spend less resources, I spend less time, I spend less money, right? Less mind power, and I got a player who's probably better constructed and more prepared to play immediately at my school. So let me talk about that in a minute in terms of that player being more ready. But just in terms of time, I spent three years recruiting this kid in high school and I spent two months recruiting this kid in the transfer portal and I get him to commit, right? It's, it's a win-win, right? For the kid, it's a win-win for me and it's way less work. Um, that's number one. And number two, Randy, this is where it gets really, really, really interesting. Which kid do you think is more prepared to play immediately at your college. Do you think a high level high school recruit is ready to play immediately or a kid now Randy who's played you know say two years at a low division one school so now you, you, you're Kentucky your school like Kentucky okay you're in the transfer portal you got a kid that's played two years at a low division one school right a low school like a UC Irvine for instance right that's not a high major program but just a low major program, but the kid was a standout player, double-figure scorer, um, you know, all-conference player, really good player, right, at that Division I school, low level. Which player do you think is more prepared to contribute right away, Randy? That kid who is low-level, you know, high, um, low-level player, high-level contributor at that, at that low Division I school, or a really, really good high school player? Who do you think is physically, mentally, um, and ready to compete and, and, and give you more at your program? The kid from the low Division One school. The, the Bingo. Kid. Bingo, Randy. A couple years on his belt. Bingo. He's grown. He's physical. Bingo, bingo, bingo. He's played against tougher competition mentally, physically. Right. He's more prepared. So, Randy, now, so the question is this. So why am I going to spend three years chasing after this kid when I'm getting a kid that it took me way less time to recruit, number one, and even more importantly, that kid is better prepared to contribute right away because of his experience and his size um, and what he brings to the table. Why? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense, right? So then, Randy, you know, and let me add another layer on top of this, that COVID, because of COVID, kids also got, you know, another year. Now, the COVID rule is, this is the last year of the COVID rule, but the COVID rule even made it even better to get kids out of college and out of the transfer portal because they got another year back, the COVID year. So now all of a sudden, instead of a kid playing for four years, a kid now could play for five years, Randy. So if you get a kid that played two years at a low school, a low division one school, okay, that kid would have three years of eligibility now to play at Kentucky or at whatever high level school we talk about here, right? I would talk about Duke, but fuck Duke. I would talk about UCLA, but I don't like Cronin, right? Personal preferences. So let me talk about Kentucky again. Now, um, you know, that kid now, Randy, comes from, from UC Irvine. I keep using UC Irvine. I can use other schools, right? I can use other, you know, Cal State Fullerton or whatever the case may be. And that kid now all of a sudden has three years to play because of the COVID year. 
So who did, so nobody was taking high school kids at that point. So now all of a sudden high school kids that were, it used to be Randy, if you were a top 100 player, top 150 player in the country, you were absolutely getting a high, high, high Division one scholarship. There's no doubt about it, right? You were top 100 to 150 kid, right? You were getting a high Division one scholarship. That ain't the case no more. It ain't. That is not the case anymore. If you're not a top 25 kid, top, you know, top maybe 25 kids, you're safe. High major scholarships. Schools like Kentucky, schools like Kansas, the highest of the high, right? Those, those schools, you know, are, 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 are definitely recruiting top 25 kids, right? That's high level, high level talent. But if you rank 84th in the country, rank 94th in the country, shit, it ain't no guarantee anymore because all these schools are holding more scholarships in that back pocket because when a kid gets into that transfer portal, I got to get him. I got to get him. I can't, I can't wait on this little pissant kid, right, out of high school to come. And by the way, Randy, let me tell you the other, another layer of issue with a high school kid. Now the high school kid decides to come. Okay, I'm coming to your school, Randy, coach at Kentucky. I'm coming, coach. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Freshman year. If I do work, what am I doing? I'm transferring. I mean, excuse me. If I do work, I'm going to the draft. I'm going to the NFL, to the NBA. If I do work, I'm out. And if you don't play me, I'm out. So I, so I spent three years recruiting you. You come on campus. You play well in basketball in a year, you're out. The good thing about football is players have to stand for three years. So football kids can't leave right away. Okay? But if a kid doesn't play or doesn't start, even if you play a kid and he doesn't start, guess what? I spent three years recruiting you, right? Kissing the babies, talking to your parents, coming to watch your little ass play all the time, and, I, and you didn't start your first year and you leave. Okay? So what the hell am I going to do? Why am I spending three years doing that, Randy? Why? I'm not. I'm going to get these kids out of the transfer portal. And the best example is Deion Sanders. 53 players out of the transfer portal. Hi, right, the 53, hi, hey, right? It's 53, right? <laughs> 53. Randy, 53 players out of the transfer portal. And it changed the whole trajectory of the program in one year. On the basketball side, look at Kansas State, right? Marcus Noel, the kid from New York, tough little guard, 5'7. Ooh, tough, 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 tough. Right, played amazing in the NCAA tournament. Transferred kid from Arkansas, Little Rock. And, multi, you know, they had the kid, um, Johnson, who fainted at the University of Florida. He had the heart issue, um, and Florida wouldn't clear him. And then they got him. He was, you know, preseason before he fainted. Um, SEC player of the year. High, high, high level SEC player. Um, pro level player, right? He got drafted. And so he, he, he got drafted in this NBA draft. Transfers came in. All of a sudden, Kansas State. Is, is a very, 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 very good team, right? Coach is relatively new, right? Was assistant coach for a lot of years at Baylor, relatively new, comes to Kansas State, and all of a sudden, you know, he has a team that's competing at the highest level and performing at the highest level in the NCAA tournament. Transfers instantaneously change your program. Transfers instantaneously change your program, dogs. I mean, I, I can go example after example after example. Now, that becomes problematic because it's crazy. You can be good this year, but with transfers, with the transfer portal, bringing transfers in, losing transfers, you can be bad the next year because of it. But it's a real quick fix. Every year, 
at the highest level with players shuffling in and out, Randy, the transfer portal is so important, but it's really at the expense of these young high school kids because ultimately these young high school kids are definitely not at a premium. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're a top 25 kid, a top 10 kid, a top five kids, I mean, that's high-level talent, obviously. And so those kids are going to absolutely be recruited. So by no stretch of the imagination am I saying that, you know, top 25 kids are not going to get recruited to high-level programs. Of course they are. But if you just weigh, right, the time, the energy, the resources, where you better spending resources. You're better spending resources on players that you have to recruit for less time. And in addition to having to recruit them for less time, those players are really inclined, ultimately, um, to come into your program and be more prepared and ready to play. Because these players have already played in college. They've matured physically. They've had some time to lift weights. They've had some time to understand and adjust to the college game. They have had some time to understand what it's like living away from home. So having all those advantages clearly favors you taking the transfer kids. So the transfer portal right now is the biggest shit in sports and it's changing the whole landscape of college sports forever. I really do. And I feel bad for the high school kids who are really getting squeezed out now. It's tough, Randy. It's tough, man. Yeah, it is.